0: All right, let's jump right in. This conversation started back in episode 200 and continued on episode 217. Me and my brother Jared's top 50 favorite bands of all time. Boyfriend, boyfriend,
1: yes, I do. <laughs>
0: yes, yesterday I actually had to just shut the two files down because coming up with these lists actually it's just crazy because I can listen to my top 10 albums for instance and I can be playing one of them and I'm like oh man that that should be way higher than 10 but then I'll play another one like a different and I mean it really is I think once once you get to like the top 10 I think my my top two albums um you mean bands right yeah bands bands like my probably my top five were, were super clear but then it just kind of gets to a, it's it's kind of just like i don't know where to place them but it it's definitely an accurate snapshot
1: yeah yeah for sure i think this entire list is nothing really more than a snapshot except i i do do agree with you i think my my top 5 maybe top 10 is pretty crystal clear but then 10 to 30
0: is just a snapshot yeah. for sure yeah. yeah yeah so how you been doing man tell our listeners
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm doing well. Um, I'm definitely in distance learning mode, so I'm Zooming every single day. Um, Mondays is kind of my rough day because I'm teaching all five of my classes, but we're only doing like 20-minute sessions, so it's not terrible. But then Monday through Friday, it's only two or three classes, 30-minute sessions, a little bit more laid back. But we're doing online, like virtual office hours, we're doing um, you know, distance learning tests. So we're learning new technologies. We're adapting pretty well, I think.
0: So, so. When, when you have all these kids on a Zoom call, do you monitor their behavior? Like, do you say, hey, please pay attention or anything like no. that?
1: And the reason why, I guess it's different for me because I'm, because I'm a math teacher, I'm using the, the built-in Zoom whiteboard.
0: Mm. And so
1: when I pull up the whiteboard, I can only see one student at a time. That's probably
0: good, actually. If I were in your shoes, I wouldn't want to see, Uh, like, that's just, I would just be like, you know what? I'm going to teach. And if they're listening, they're listening. If they're not, they're not.
1: Yeah. And I will say, I think that, I think most of the students are listening and I have a few classes where they're really engaged and participating and asking questions. Some classes like dead silence for 20 minutes, but some classes are really, the kids are definitely into it. I miss those kids. I mean, like as much as we're making the education work, it sucks because i I do like the kids and i don't see them like in a classroom setting and i get no energy that's the thing like when you're when you're a teacher at least for me i feel like i'm almost a comedian because i think comedians thrive off of energy you read the classroom you know how to adapt and i'm the same way and when i don't when i don't feel that energy it makes teaching so much more difficult
0: yeah 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 everybody's still alive no COVID 19 in your house
1: uh, no I mean I don't you know Caroline actually works she works in publix you know three days a week you know she so she's surrounded by everyone yeah so I would not be surprised if she has 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 the antibodies for it because mm-hmm. you know a lot of most most people are asymptomatic like I'd say yeah. probably 85 percent of the people who get it exhibit no no symptoms so I, I would not be surprised if Caroline has had it and by extension I would not be surprised if I've had it because yeah. I mean, we're not doing any kind of social distancing in the house, yeah. obviously. That's so.
0: too bad about mom, huh?
1: Yeah. Those things happen though.
0: <laughs> well, what would you do if if I just was like Man, it'd be such a cool podcasting moment if I tell Jared that mom died on like <laughs> like would you ever <laughs> would you ever forgive me? <laughs> Hey Jared, I mean. seriously, I got I got something serious I want to tell you. Hey, are you recording? Are you recording? Hey man, um, dad text. Dad's trying to get in touch with you. Mom died,
1: <laughs> and then you give you like edit notes. You put dramatic music here. <laughs>
0: All, All right. the ratings, baby. Yeah, yeah. All <laughs> right. Well, let's jump into this. I have already told the listeners in the intro where they can find the the beginning of this countdown top fifty band countdown. So we are starting with number thirty. Today and we're gonna work our way all the way down to number one. And this this is something I would actually do this and not put it on podcast. I just for some reason yeah. it's it's kind of fun for our our listeners who know that we're into music. It, and I, I'd be the same way if there were. Personalities or people that I like to listen to, like, I want to know what they're listening to also, you know, yep. as far as music is concerned. So I would, you and I would, you and I would have these lists regardless. <laughs> we would just for do sure. it for fun. So for my sure. my number 30 is who I would call in, in the classic emo age, the golden age, late 90s Rainer Maria. Number 30. Oh
1: yeah. Love that band. Love them.
0: Yep, so let's just go back and forth. What's your 30?
1: Okay, so my number 30 is a band called Sun, followed by a zero, followed by like three parentheses. And I really started getting to them when I started listening to, to a lot of vinyl. They, they have, If you want to check them out, I would check out Black One. But they're basically a drone band. And so you, it's probably not going to be up most people's alley. But if you What is that? What's a drone band? like? Drone is basically just long passages of guitar like playing a note at a time so it's super low there's no percussion what I like about Black One though is they basically recruit black metal vocalists to sing over the drone so it's very dark very black very bleak um but I like it
0: yeah sweet my number 29 is Janelle Monae I know you don't care about all that R&B stuff but her latest album that she dropped I think a year or two ago it just put her over the charts for me for sure great great releases that she has she's on i think it's either i think she's on pepsi commercials or something like that but really Yep.
1: i think the only the only time i've ever heard her was on the cameo she did for for fun Yep. Fun. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and it's interesting. I wonder how many bands or artists that I found out through Pitchfork's Top 50, because she's definitely an example. I don't know if I would have ever heard, well, probably through the Fun album, but I mean, I discovered her way early on because her first full length was in Pitchfork's Top 50. And I was like, well, I got to check this out.
1: Yeah. All right, well my number twenty nine is another emo band, probably the OGs of the second wave, Sunny Day Real Estate. Yeah. So the pink album. It's probably my favorite, but I definitely love their first three. The fourth one I never the rising tide I never got right. really into. Right. But I like it. Yeah. But Jeremy Innick is is just an amazing uh, lyricist and I love his vocals.
0: Yeah. So. And I, I would lump I would lump Sunny Day in with his solo project also. Or he has Fire a of few of them. Yeah. But definitely, return of the Frog Queen is. Uh, is a must. Oh,
1: I'm thinking. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, you, you mean like his solo Jeremy Enix stuff? I was thinking Fire at that, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I love the Return of the Frog, frog Queen.
0: Yep. yep, yep. All right, so my 28 is a Southern hip hopper. Big Crit went to his concert at at Music Farm with Priscilla. It was absolutely wonderful. I don't, I don't know if I told you this story before, but we forgot how shows were, and so we we. <laughs> we were like oh it's a nine o'clock show cool we'll be home by ten thirty. <laughs> and so we're there oh. and we watch we watch like three <laughs> really lousy rap acts and i was thinking to myself gosh i guess live hip-hop just isn't that good and then uh bj the chicago kid who's who's pretty big in the r&b world he he was the real deal non-local opening act for big crit and i was like okay this is good and dude when big crit hit the stage he had like the full band he had like the big dj in the back it yeah. was just times a hundred what we had just been through i was like aha this is what we waited three hours for <laughs> it was nice real unreal no
1: is that your is that your only i hate using this word but your only secular hip-hop concert that, that you've ever been to
0: yeah yeah and i haven't been to many christian ones at all either i i guess cornerstone
1: cornerstone you may have seen like sfc or something i
0: think maybe sfc but that may be it oh you know there was a there was a a a crazy local oh no (laughs) wait sweets and fresh yeah i remember that so that was the ball right (laughs) no well i think we went to that was at a white cross concert and sweets and Uh, fresh was a local rap act and they showed up to the concert expecting to open up and our friend Dave Benson had to basically i don't know what the disagreement was or the conflict, but he basically had to send them away and it was like a it was like a really big <laughs> big hilarious. conflict. it was funny <laughs> all right you're twenty eight
1: all right my twenty eight is your twenty nine rainer Maria
0: dang that's pretty close I,
1: I love that band um i think I think every album they put out I've really been into, even the new one that came out like two years ago, I think was solid, but of course their first three or four just epic iconic
0: do you have a favorite my favorite's the second one is it called now look again yep me too yeah yeah Yeah, my 27 is the the legend tupac enough said
1: ah heck yeah all right my 27 is probably way higher up on your list but dinosaur jr
0: yeah yeah
1: i would call it my 27 i think my favorite album by him is where you been
0: yeah yeah, I, man, I'm such a I'm so late to the Dinosaur Junior party, but I'm so glad that I arrived. I mean, it's just so and you've even good checked
1: stuff. out his old stuff too, right?
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, I, I've gone back to to all the Dinosaur Junior stuff. I've got playlists nice. of the best songs, and yep. that's awesome. I even like his solo stuff, honestly. As as of as of recent. All right, so my number twenty six, I'm assuming, is probably going to be in your top five or top ten, but Mineral mineral and honestly if it wasn't for their vinyl stuff i probably wouldn't have them that high if in the top 50 at all i love power of failing i'm not a huge fan of end and serenading but all of their their vinyl stuff is is some of my favorite songs from that era like they're just unreal
1: so when you say vinyl stuff you're really referring to that one seven inch
0: uh those are few man there's a few or maybe they came out on some compilations, but there's well, a there's kind of okay. a collection.
1: Well yeah, so they did they, they do have uh they had a split with um I think Jimmy World that was a cover of Psychedelic Furs. But they but also though on that, that uh Crank Records compilation, I think it's called Rubber Legs.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Okay, so
1: those three songs, so February, MD, and Rubber Legs were all recorded in between the two albums. Okay. And I agree with you. I think that is the peak of their powers. it's unreal. And
0: honestly, their latest two songs are in my top 10 from last year. If you could consider it an (laughs) album, I just love those two songs. For sure. sure.
1: Yeah. Awesome. I'm glad they made it to your top 50. All right, my number 26, um, if I would have said this back in 1994, everyone that I knew would call me a sellout, Green Day. Yeah, I, I mean, I freaking love Green Day. I think I like Green Day more in the past five years than I did back in the nineties. Because back in the nineties, I kind of did think they were too commercial, too, too whatever. But we're old. We're too listen, old
0: to care about that stuff. If it sounds good, exactly it sounds right, good. yeah, and
1: they are such great songwriters. Their first four albums is just pop punk perfection. Yeah. So. <laughs> Do
0: you remember how much angst? Our twenty-year-old versions were when bands would like sell out. Like it, like hurt our feelings. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it really bothered us. It's we so were funny, betrayed. Man. It's so <laughs> funny, man. All right, my twenty-five is is Tammy Faye Baker. The, her, yes, uh, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that used to be your favorite. All joking aside, you used to jam to that for sure. When I was like
1: five, maybe. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, twenty-five. I'm curious whether or not this makes your top fifty, but Beach House beach house made it to my my number 25 yep do you have a favorite album um i do but i'm not good at albums so let me see which one is my favorite is bloom is my favorite bloom
1: i think mine's depression cherry but i but i definitely like bloom i like teen dream too so yeah yeah all right my number 25 is one of the rare hip-hop acts that make my top 50 what 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 dr dre
0: nice <laughs> like for for so
1: long i had the chronic as probably my third favorite hip-hop album but then yeah. i started listening to 2001 that album is so freaking ridiculous yeah so that's actually surpassed for me the chronic is my number three all-time favorite hip-hop album and the eminem snoop stuff on that is just ridiculous
0: yeah so, have you yeah. checked out compton it's I pretty good it. it's pretty good okay. Yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. So my 24 is a very unique placement, and here's why. I have a playlist of about 20 songs from, they have tons of albums out, but every single album, there's like three gems, but they're some of my favorite songs, and, and I would actually give it to this band as... Uh, writers of my absolute favorite song of all time and that's The National but it's it's so Uh, weird because there's none of their albums are like a Jimmy Eat World clarity to me like clarity I love from start to finish national Mm -hmm. I don't so I almost didn't have them on on this list but I was like they wrote my favorite song, and then you know, I mean, the the theme, like the soundtracks to Warrior, my yep. one of my favorite movies, Win Win. I mean, they, they just unbelievable songwriting and just so so moving. So National is my number twenty four.
1: Would you say High Violet would be that favorite album by them?
0: Yeah, With Boxer. Yeah, okay. I think yeah, I think the it's called High Violet. Yeah, yeah, that would be my favorite for sure. Yeah, I think it's my that's favorite. The oh, oh, that's the most consistent. That's the most consistent good album through. Yeah. Yeah, you said cool. boxer would Very be cool. yours.
1: I, I probably high violet, but boxer is like right there.
0: Right gotcha, there, so. gotcha.
1: All right, twenty-four for me is another '90s iconic, and actually, big band from the '90s, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, um, and I think part of that appeal is because I—that's I, one of my favorite albums or favorite bands to listen to when I work out. So just like Girl Talk was one of my favorite running bands, I would say Rage Against the Machine is one of my favorite workout bands um i just think their first two albums are just stone cold classics
0: yeah it's crazy because there wasn't a whole lot of rage against the machine ripoffs or at least it did they didn't seem to really influence music as a whole and i really think it's because they're untouchable who's gonna try to do that kind of style they they totally did it bullseye like are you gonna really try to top that
1: that's a good point. They they did it so well that they they really leave room for any competitors.
0: Yeah, yep. yeah. All right, twenty three is Sifjan Stevens, and that is that's highly due to his latest release. Sifjan is similar to the national, except I would say I like more a higher percentage of songs on each album. But Carrie and Lowell, oh my gosh, that's yep. just an unbelievable album. So number twenty
1: three, yep. nice. My 23 is a band that probably, I should say, this is kind of a guilty pleasure, but I cannot escape the fact that I listen to them all the time. And
0: Amy Grant. It's one of my favorites. What? Amy Grant. No. Blink-182. <laughs>
1: oh, sweet. <laughs> so I probably lost all kind of credibility with my audience, but I, I mean, Dude Ranch, Cheshire Cats, uh, the Take Off Your Pants, those albums are just awesome. And then even some of their, I look like a lot of songs off their, their newer albums too, but- I just love their pop-punk,
0: man. So I'm curious, as we go down this list, if you're going to have some of that old-school rugged punk, because we already got Green Day and Blink, so it'll be yep. interesting. All right, my well, number two. 20- looking,
1: looking back, though, I did, just, just for the audience, I do have Minor Threat 35.
0: So. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so my 22 is a rap act called fourth avenue jones i'll give you a a, a cool little story i was in contact back and forth i was a fan i was fanboy fanboying with mg the visionary he was a rapper on tooth and nails little rap label and i asked him i said hey what what's some other good christian rap because it's pretty hard to find way harder to find back then and he emailed me back and just said fourth avenue jones exclamation exclamation so i was like wow i got to check this out it took me such a long time to get the albums because it was like they were sold out they had a, a crazy run-in with a major label that kind of offset things but anyway it is uh mod jones and he's the guy that pl- uh, that did the song back in the day when i was young i'm not a kid anymore but sometimes like it's Back in the back-in-the-day song it's on a lot of movies classic i think mid-90s rap song or early 90s and so he became a christian and so it's basically christian lyrics but bad 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 ass stuff and three solid hip-hop albums just hmm. really good stuff have you even heard only... me talk about them
1: oh for sure I remember, yeah. I remember when you were looking for them and when you found them yeah. wasn't the first thing you found by them like an ep
0: yeah yeah it was yeah. actually it was it was like a promo of yeah. of their release that was coming out so it was just like uh it was i think one full song and then just snippets of of the rest but yeah i had a special order it was so weird how hard it was to track those albums down
1: so for all you millennials out there this is before streaming yeah <laughs> Where you actually had to to hunt down records yep. and cds and stuff right yep all right, so my number 22 is a band that is the pinnacle of post-rock, and that's Godspeed You Black Emperor. Um, so they have an album in my top 10 favorite albums of all time, but everything they do I love because they – they, they I, I think because there's so much diversity in their instrumentation and their songwriting. Like Explosions in the Sky might be the most popular post-rock band in Mogwai, yeah. but I think the thing that makes Godspeed so special is that their 20-minute songs – do so much yeah. it's not just constant build up to a crescendo no it's more than that it ebbs it flows but you also get those very tasty crescendos too
0: yeah so, just amazing sweet 21 it's pop indie pop icons bell and sebastian I, nice. I i tried dear catastrophe waitress when it came out and i think an oh four and they've got so many albums that can't like, I actually, I call myself a big fan, but I haven't listened to all their albums. There's just so many, but yeah, great stuff.
1: Yep. Nice. Nice. All right. For me, number 21 is a very, very obscure black metal band, very avant-garde black metal band called Boston edge, D E uh, Very not, not music that most people would like, but uh, they're on the band, the label called Flinzer, which is one of my favorite labels right now. But if you like black metal and you want to try something a little bit different, definitely check them out.
0: Yeah, yeah, sweet. All right, 20 is not a new band, but but fairly new for me outside of a, comp, a, a playlist that you sent me years ago. But really diving into a lot of Guided by Voices. Ooh, They've got that yes. lo-fi indie sound along the lines of dinosaur jr and yeah phenomenal phenomenal stuff it, but he it, it literally has like 20 albums with like 20 <laughs> songs on it <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> top 20 bands and i probably have not heard most of it right <laughs> but the stuff i heard they're really good
1: <laughs> yeah i would say the, i would say that band probably has the most impenetrable discography because like you said there's like at least 20 albums out there yeah so yeah. All right, for me, number 20 is probably a band that a lot of our audience is familiar with, Me Without You. Oh, yeah. Um, seen them live a bunch of times. Um, Catch For Us, The Foxes, is probably my top 20 favorite albums of all time. Oh, Brother, Oh, Sister, I love. I mean, all their albums are great, yeah. but just a very consistent band, and their live performances are amazing.
0: Yeah, so. sweet. My next one, nine, number 19, is Hip Hop, Royce da Five Nine. And man, his newest album—you you gotta, you gotta check it out. But phenomenal, phenomenal lyricist. I would say definitely one of the best. So,
1: do me a favor and, and uh, share that album with me after this. Yeah, I yeah for out. sure, for okay, sure. Cool. But
0: you, you, might, you might dig some of his older stuff, honestly. But yeah, okay. the the news. I actually shared a song to you. Um, it was because it used the Rocky theme song.
1: Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was great. Yep, yep, yep cool.
0: Yep. Okay,
1: my number nineteen is probably your number one or two, but Pager the Lion.
0: <laughs> oh
1: wow! So yeah, so I'm a huge fan. Um, it's hard. To, it's really hard to pick to pick my favorite Pager the Lion album because there's like three contenders: Control, Hard to Find a Friend, and Achilles' Heel. But just an amazing songwriter, and the musicianship is, is awesome. Yeah, yeah
0: awesome. I, I was thinking a little higher up on, on your list, but yeah, awesome. And so you you when you evaluate that, that's Page of the Lion, Dave Bazan, solo projects, and all of it, right? Is no, it's line. I really? never really
1: got into solo stuff. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All
0: right. My 18 is, n- nobody will, is super obscure punk band. Nobody will know who they are. MXPX is my number 18.
1: No <laughs> one will know who they are. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and nice. honestly, my favorite nice.
0: album is uh, Slowly Going the Way of the Buffalo. But man, yeah. I mean, Poconaccia, uh, Teenage Politics, Life in General. And I do even like some of their more recent stuff, but my yeah. gosh, it, you just, this is just a classic band. And honestly, because I was so into Christian music, partly because I wasn't allowed to listen to anything else. That was my introduction to pop punk. And you know, what's so yeah. funny is we used to listen to MXPX in front of people when Green Day was so huge. And everybody said, this is total ripoff of Green Day. And it was because they've only heard two pop punk bands, Green Day yep. and MXPX. <laughs> yep. But I even thought that. I was like, man, maybe they did rip them off. But then you listen to pop punk, and it's like, oh, no, that is nothing like Green Day. Well,
1: not only that, though, but MXPX, I think, were way, way faster than Green Day. Yeah, Their tempos yeah. were so much faster. So yeah. I, I never really saw the the ripoff. But you're absolutely right. I mean, their, their only frame of reference is another pop punk band. Right. So, of course, right. they're, they're ripoffs. All right, my number 18 is a classic old-school band in my life, one of the most influential bands in my years. Ooh, let me years. guess, let me guess.
0: Mortal. Mortal, yeah. Boom. Absolutely. Love That's Mortal. high up on your list, man.
1: Oh, you thought it would be like like closer to the top 10 or something?
0: No, 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 no. I'm surprised how high oh. it was. Actually. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, high school me would have them one or two. Yeah. So you know, 30 years removed or whatever, um, they're still up there. Fathom, I could listen to right now, you know, back to front, front to back. Same with Lucis, and even Wake was a classic album. So yeah, lyr- I mean, lyrically, I would have to say that that Gyro, I think he's, I think he's the primary lyricist. He's probably my all my top ten all time lyricist. Yeah, from a Christian standpoint, because yeah. like the way he can express you know his his love for God and, and worship to me is just so non cheesy and so very yeah. intelligent. and
0: Yeah. Love. Yeah. Did you get into any mortal stuff after Wake? Any uh, well, Sandora. mortal,
1: um, that that Pura album, yeah, that ambient that album, I really, love that album. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, good stuff. It's on iTunes if people want to check it out. My number seventeen. This is where I lose all my credibility. <laughs> is fun. Petra. fun. Oh, fun! Yes, sir. number seventeen, and it's all due to some nights. That, that album is just wow. I cannot get enough. So yeah it's it's interesting to have a band that far up on my list because of one album but i just love that album so much they have to be in my top 20. all right and, so two questions t- for let, me let, so yeah let me give a little background information i just so happen to know someone who knows the fun bass player and interestingly whoa. enough i th- I think, and I don't even know the front i I don't know names and or anything like that uh, typically, but the front man, who I'm sure most of our listeners know who it is, it just seems like he was trying to crack into the commercial market. I have no idea if he was or not, but it seems like he was in a band called The Format. then he put out a, a fun album, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think he wanted to make a living out of his music and he thought that a lot of people should hear it definitely totally speculating but what the big shift was With the album Some Nights Is he went from a rock producer To an R&B producer And that hmm. changed that band and, and almost like made it perfect Like just a perfect combination nice. of, of some R&B synthesizing stuff With their rock sound And I think that made all the difference Alright, bring your questions
1: Well, okay, so I was just going to ask you did, So did you ever listen to Aiming and Ignite The album before that?
0: Yes. Yeah, I like it.
1: Okay. That's yeah, not, I would say no. my, daughters, my daughters love fun, but they actually like that album better than the one you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, I think, yeah. I I'm think I'm with you, though. Out of the two albums, that's my personal favorite. Now, my second question, do you know what ever happened to them?
0: Um, I actually heard him singing a song with someone on at a, at a store. I was like, oh, that's, that's the guy from Fun. But, yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay. I mean – I, my gosh, if I ever saw that they're coming out with a new album, I mean, I would seriously, like, be <laughs> so excited. about I mean, I'd, oh, my gosh, I love that man. I just yeah. love his voice, too. For any old-school Christian listeners, too, some of the stuff that he does with his voice reminds me of some weird stuff that Keith Green used to do with his voice. Really? <laughs> yeah, like how Keith Green would go, oh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. I mean, just, like, oh, weird yeah. going yeah. up and down and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He does yep. have right, what, solid range, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right all right 17. number
1: 17 17 for me is a, a, probably i think it might be the last hip-hop for me and that's run the jewels oh, yeah. slash lp yeah. so i would say that lp is what pushes it over the edge he's my favorite hip-hop producer uh but the combination with him and killer mike phenomenal um i saw them live it was a great hip-hop i've only been to two hip-hop shows aesop rock and, and run the jewels but for me just that 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 uh that synergy that they pull off as a duo is just a pretty amazing
0: yeah yeah sweet all right number 16 i'm curious as to and i don't remember your i'm sure we neither one of us remember our 50 to 31 list so if you already have this band in it tell me if not then i'll wait to hear where they're at in your list because i'm assuming they are but radiohead is my number 16.
1: radiohead yeah radiohead's in my list yeah, yep. but, have, but, but but I haven't revealed it yet. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Aha, <laughs>
0: aha. Yeah, number sixteen, and and my favorite Radiohead album is is definitely. Here we go again. I have to search for what it's called. It's In the Rainbow's? one. It's it's the In one. Rainbow's. Huh? Yes, In Rainbows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I and I just think there's almost no competition. It's just so well. That's dumb because Kid A and um, what was their third <laughs> album that was well? OK Computer is yeah, probably OK Computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Cool. Solid choice, man. My 16 is definitely a band that's going to be familiar to our audience. That's Zayo.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: So just their longevity, their consistency, their live shows. Not to mention that Where Blood and Fire is probably in my in my top 15 albums of all time and maybe one of my favorite metal albums of all time. Yeah,
0: so, sweet. Yeah. yeah, they they were my number 48. All right, so number 15, a little, a little obscure here. Definitely more indie. Was primarily known in the Christian market, but now he's just doing his own stuff. You need to track him down if you're in hip hop, and that's Theory Has It. Love mm, that guy. Yes. Love the stuff that he puts out. Love his lyrics. Just unbelievable stuff, and a lot of it too. So,
1: I would say that out of all the obscure rap artists you sent my way, that might be my favorite.
0: Yeah, yeah. Theory Has
1: It. So his stuff is solid. Yep. yep all right 15 is kind of a new school band i've seen them live a bunch of times uh they uh touche amore they put out oh, okay. uh, hardcore punk yep um i guess more on the hardcore side of things but just super incredible lyrics i would even almost say almost like emo-esque lyrics very heartfelt very aggressive um, but also positive i think i think he just kind of gets brings across that positivity even in dark places you still find out positivity so yeah yeah fun band yeah
0: sweet all right another one hit wonder number 14 it just it's got to be far up because of sin disease so that's scattered few. we've had the lead guy on this podcast actually talk specifically about the album sin disease and what one of my all-time favorite albums so (laughs) they got to be high up on the list
1: would you say us in your top 10 albums
0: oh you'll find out oh that's right you won't find out um yeah yeah a top 10 for sure yeah for sure Okay.
1: okay thanks All right, where am I? So I'm at number 14. Number 14 is a tooth and nail band. Oh, wow, wow, wow. So this tooth and nail band is Luxury. Oh, okay. Okay, so I don't know. Something about Luxury, just the beauty of Luxury, um, Amazing and Thank You is probably in my top 15 albums of all time. But all their albums are phenomenal. Um, Just excellent songwriting and i've only seen them live once but it was also a very fun show too
0: yeah, so, yeah. very cool all right we are definitely getting into let's see i've got 13 more And one two three four five six oh seven hip hop seven hip hops <laughs> <laughs> all right so my my number 13 is aesop rocky
1: nice
0: yep really good stuff what's your what's your 13
1: my number 13 is Smashing Pumpkins
0: whoa they
1: have my number one all time favorite album but outside of that I mean there's definitely a drop off but I do I still do like Gish and I do like Melancholy um, so yeah solid band so, got, yeah. finally got to see them live two years ago so yeah. that's
0: nice all right, somewhat of an obscure rap act, but he sure as hell is making a good living out of his his music, and that's Odyssey. And I am looping him in with Diamond District, which is his rap band. What what do you call like? I mean, Beastie Boys? That's not a band, is it? A band? Like, don't you need oh, like boy, instruments and one. stuff? I, I anyway. would say Rap
1: Collective, but yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But Diamond District. The Streets Won't Let Me Chill is one of my favorite rap albums. And Odyssey has got some dagum good albums. So definitely makes that. That's I think we're on number 12. So, yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Well, my number 12 was like your number 14 or 15 scattered few. Yeah, I, I won't be. I won't belabor it. Like you said, I echo it. I think that that sin disease is amazing. Jawbone of an ass. I like too. So, yeah.
0: Solid yeah, yeah. All right, my 11, nobody's heard of Outkast, but that's my (laughs) 11. And and I I loop Big Boy into that as well because of his solo albums. I I don't want to separate the two, so basically Outkast and Big Boy, my number 11. Sweet. My number
1: 11 is Old School in My Life, The Crucified.
0: Dang! Yes, sir. That's high up the list, man.
1: Yeah, because, I mean... First off, their their first full length um, blew my fourteen year old brain. Right, uh, and then going back to uh, Pillars of Humanity, that is, to my opinion, one of the all time greatest crossover thrash albums. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and Mark Solomon.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hope you are enjoying this as much as we are making this episode. I wanted to offer you guys a gift that if after listening to this episode you've heard us talk about any band that kind of strikes your fancy a little bit and you'd love for us to publicize a best of playlist, let us know. What you can do is you can tweet us. Our Twitter handle is PWNAPod. And what you can do is tweet at us and say playlist of fill-in-the-blank of the band. You can even tag that band if you want, please. And then hashtag top50bandsPWNA. I'll have that in the show notes for you. Little instructions on how to request a playlist. My brother and I are unfortunately only on Apple Music. So, for those of you on Spotify, you're kind of out of luck. But you can find Jared Spenson and Joey Spenson on Apple Music. Feel free to tweet us if you'd like to have a best of sampler of some of these bands that we discuss on this episode. All right, back to our talk. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. All right, my number 10. Kendrick Lamar, say no more. How about your number ten
1: favorite favorite album? Real quick, though. I'm Damn. Just okay. Yep. I'd say the same thing. I'm not a yep. huge fan, but Damn is my favorite album. by Yeah. Number ten is an old school industrial band called Ministry, and again, Ministry blew my teenage mind, and two of their albums are in my top probably top fifty. Sorry.
0: Yeah. I mean, most. That's so weird to think that maybe a lot of our listeners have never heard of Ministry, like maybe not <laughs> probably yeah yeah probably yeah. Yeah. interesting all right number nine is jimmy Eat world and it is highly due to static prevails and clarity i also like bleed american and the one that came out after that but also very much so jewels is their material before static prevails that were on vinyls and uh, you know basically oh, yeah. have the mp3s there's actually a collection album of of their older stuff as well but for sure clarity is one of my favorite albums of all time and the bookends of that album are fantastic albums as well so jimmy Eat world
1: yep. hats off to them too okay number nine is a band i'm sure no one's heard of is that's vnv nation um
0: really you don't I, think many it, people
1: have heard i don't know i yeah. mean they're european um you have to kind of be into the the goth industrial scene I call the music future pop, so it's very accessible, industrial. So very dancey, very keyboard oriented, kind of fun music. Great live performance, I've seen, him twi- I've seen him twice, so yeah.
0: Yeah, sweet. All right, my number eight. Once upon a time, there were three gang members who were pushing drugs, I would assume maybe killing people, but they basically had a spiritual encounter with God and became Christians and very soon after so we're talking some raw raw stuff they came out with an album called gang affiliated and their names it's gospel gangsters now i definitely think that's somewhat uh, somewhat of a, a cheesy name but here here's what i think about that name is that was the perfect name when they started because that's exactly what they were it was gangster music and they were christians and they were kind of the first ones on the scene to to make a big wave. I kind of liken it to the the old podcast that I was on, Bad Christian. It was like because of that name, that really helped with exposure. And if we could look back and take that name away but still have the same exposure, we probably would because it just got a little old, but without that name. So Gospel Gangsters, dude, I just was thumbing through. All their albums and there's just so much good stuff now rumor has it so mr solo is my one of my favorite lyricists rumor has it and i couldn't find it online so maybe it's not true but i heard that he actually made a connection with dr dre and death row Mm -hmm. records at the time but could not figure out a deal because of his christian lyrics but i mean you got to uh, check out the album i can see clearly now and if you like that go to gang affiliated if you like that, go to, I would say, The Exodus, but just some dynamic rap stuff, man. So that's my number eight gospel gangsters. If you
1: ever want to, if you ever made like a best of gospel gangsters, I got send it. it my way.
0: I got it. Oh, send
1: it my way. Yep. Share it to it. me. Sweet. Okay, my number eight is a very obscure black metal band called Leviathan, and I just love his stuff. It's super dark, very creative. His vocals are just messed up and deranged. Fun stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, for our, our listeners, I'll I'll put that gospel gangsters playlist on (laughs) Apple music as well. All right. So my number seven is a band that you mentioned, uh, early on in that sunny day, real estate, um, how it feels to be something on. Is that what it's called? How it feels to be something on. Yeah. One of my favorite albums and pink album is unbelievable. Diary is unbelievable. I'm, I'm with you as far as what's, what's the album called after, uh, Rising Tide Yeah, Rising Tide There's a, uh, For me, there's like four or five really, really good songs But yeah, Sunny Day, Real Estate, Jeremy Inick, unbelievable stuff, number seven
1: Number seven for me is another kind of old school punk band, Rancid
0: Okay um, I, was, yeah, I, was, just, I was expecting that on there, I just didn't know how high yeah. on the list it would be
1: I guess for me, Outcome the Wolves back in 94, 95 was just mind-blowing Because of their combination of ska and punk It's the first time I really ever heard that and they're very consistent all their albums are really good
0: yeah number six for me is The Roots and they were very instrumental in getting me into kind of a a more underground scene that I didn't even know existed but my gosh just album after album after album of unbelievable stuff and man do they have the life right now being the live band on (laughs) the I mean seriously they it's like well deserved man I mean they, they they Basically paid their dues and and now that I mean gosh what a what a cool gig <laughs> for them and I think to have. that gig also
1: really showcases the depth of their talents.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah for sure. So that's my number six.
1: My number six, MXPX.
0: What? What? So ba- mainly because yeah, so. of Life in General, would you say?
1: I would say mainly because the point in my life when I first discovered them, they were so huge back then. Life in General is in my top five albums of all time, and just. Just, I guess, the nostalgia. And they are very consistent, too. Like, their last album that came out three years ago, two years ago, I really liked. It was in my top ten.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. All right, my number five. You're going to be shocked. This is my last hip-hop. Well, well, well. So my top four is not hip-hop. Number five, and... it was so crazy when I was looking at all the hip hop stuff that I like And I was like, no way, this is my favorite rapper And I was like, oh shit, I guess he is But Kanye West is my favorite oh. rapper I mean, there's wow. just so much good stuff Just song after song after song after song Album after album after album He has revolution I mean, nobody can argue how he has revolutionized hip hop Maybe a couple of times I mean, he's, he is yeah. a, a pioneer for sure Favorite album? Um, my favorite album of Kanye West would probably be. Gosh, it's so hard. Uh, I, I don't think too many people would say this, but Jesus is definitely one of them, and yeah. uh, maybe College no, uh, Graduation, maybe Graduation. Okay, but yeah. it's, it's just so hard because I like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy college yep. dropout. I mean, they're just all so good.
1: Yeah. I agree he's very I mean I'm not a huge hip-hop head but definitely respect his game number five um is Metallica dang which which may shock you but I just remember hearing that kind of metal when I was in sixth grade There is no turning back I mean I would say that was my gateway drug into thrash death metal black metal whatever it all started there and their first four albums you just can't touch yeah from a a metal standpoint
0: yeah yeah sweet you have a favorite justice for all Just for all, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's my all time probably my all time favorite metal album, period.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. All right. So my number four was my number two up into up until like a month ago. I started listening to all these top tens and I just I was listening to number two and three and I was like, "Ah, I I I like them better than this artist. But number four is Frank Ocean. Ooh. Yep. Number four.
1: Blonde or uh channel orange?
0: Uh blonde one of my favorite okay. albums but i, I like okay. them both and i like the singles that okay. he's putting out and i cool. like when he's on rap albums anytime i see his name <laughs> on a on a rap song i'm like yep listen to that nice all right number my number four has already been mentioned in this
1: episode and that's radiohead nice yep yeah okay computer is probably my favorite album by them but i do like in rainbow, rainbow second
0: yeah oh really that's your second yeah okay all right my number three and I I I I dove into their material recently and I was like there's no doubt they they deserve this number three spot in my heart and my ears and that's jejun they uh this afternoon's Malady the uh rest in peace album their vinyl stuff uh even junk their their first Full length is is just superb, and I do have a jejun playlist on my Apple Music. If anybody wants to check it out, just blissful, thick guitars, j- just beautiful. I mean, you can't call it shoegaze, but maybe some elements, elements of it. There. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No they doubt. did. Did they
1: make your list? Did they make your top fifty? See, that's, that was just, just going ready to say because this is a snapshot, and this was a snapshot from I guess six months ago. They did not. Yeah. If I redid it today, they definitely would. I mean, it, it would be low. It would be like in the forties, but. Yeah yeah they, they should be there
0: yeah as of today yeah. yeah i almost wonder if they're one of the more obscure indie acts because i i just i can't tell like when you're listening to indie music especially in the late 90s where internet wasn't huge you have i just have no idea how it, the kind of exposure jejun had I mean, I just have yeah. no idea. I don't know if they were just like a blip on the indie radar where only some very fortunate listeners like you and I and what, a few thousand more? Or did they open up for Jimmy Eat World and, and get a little bigger? But I, it, I would guess that they were pretty obscure.
1: I, I agree. And I think even a band like Mineral, who's now playing in front of five or 600 people, I think back in the day they were playing to 50 to 100 people. So I, yep. think, I think that whole Midwest emo scene, with the exception of like Jimmy Eat World, and Sunday Day Real Estate was very small,
0: yep. very obscure. Yeah. Yep. All right, you're number three.
1: My number three is Weezer. Dang, yeah, they didn't even make my list. Wow. So Pinkerton, the Blue Album, um, but even the White Album and the one that came before, I forgot what it was called. But just just from the standpoint of the Blue Album and Pinkerton, they're in my top ten albums of all time. So I can't, there's no way I can leave them out. They're, yeah. just, they're just an amazing man.
0: Yeah, heck yeah. My number two dinosaur junior number two baby yep they have (laughs) they have become like one of my favorite bands and it's i just feel so i feel so blessed man because there's so much (laughs) stuff to listen to it's like you find like one of your favorite bands and it's like Oh, there's eight new releases that I get to listen to because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I just really have not dug deep into it at all. But there's just something about that sound. It's definitely one of, one of my favorite types of music is that garage lo-fi sound. And I just feel like Dinosaur Jr. does it better than anybody. I, the, the, lead, the, the lead guitar playing uh, all the way to Jay Maskus's voice, that kind of yeah. whiny, I, I don't know how to describe it, but just just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Do you story. have a favorite album by them? Um, no, I don't. I, I, I don't really know. I, I think that I listen, like, I've got a huge playlist of songs like my favorite songs of of all the different albums and it's interesting because if i would have been following dinosaur jr as they were putting albums out i would probably have a favorite album but i basically dove into dinosaur jr listening to like seven or eight albums at a time so it's almost like i don't know i don't i don't know how to even so
1: you probably just have like favorite songs like you you, like you just like the songs yeah i mean there's a
0: good there's a good 60 of them but yeah yeah
1: Yeah. oh yeah 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 for sure Yeah. yeah yeah nice man all right so my number two is you want to guess probably not
0: i i wish i could remember it's a new band it's a new band it's a new band
1: band? yeah but i talk about them all the time i mean they're in my top 10 every year and all that stuff
0: metal i just i my my mind is so blank um death heaven oh yeah yeah yeah. if i would have thought of them i would have said it immediately and i would have known (laughs) it. right
1: I would just encourage listeners if you if you are kind of on the fence about metal or even black metal, just dive into them because they, they do include a lot of uh, incorporate a lot of shoegaze elements. There's a lot of beautiful, it's absolutely gorgeous passages. Um, I would I guess I would start with "Ordinary Corrupt Human Love" because I think that's their most mature so- songwriting, and they have those songs have the most beautiful passages. The most critically acclaimed is definitely "Sunbather," but just a phenomenal band. I've seen yeah. them live a handful of times, too, and they, they nice. don't disappoint
0: very cool. Yeah. All right, my number one, obviously, you will you, you would guess it if you knew that I hadn't already mentioned Dave Bazan and Pedro the Lion. I feel like I have almost lived life with this guy as far <laughs> as how much I listen to his stuff and how his, uh, you know, thoughts and beliefs have changed in a way that makes me a little bit sad because I still believe in in God and Jesus and but I, man, hard to find a friend was a a critical album when I was going through some tough, depressive times in college um Achilles heel may still be my favorite album of all time um nice. as of more recent, I love the album Strange negotiations so i uh, and i I would say my least favorite music of of Dave Bazan's repertoire is is the very latest full length what's it called
1: hmm. Phoenix
0: yeah, I like it. But it's the yeah. first—it's the first page of the album, first page of the Lion album, where I said I like it. I mean, every single other album is like, oh my gosh, this stuff is just perfect, yeah. you know.
1: That's saying a lot, though, because he's put out so much stuff. Right. So to have one album that you think is just kind of mediocre is amazing in his given his discography.
0: Right. So, right.
1: I'm sure my number one is no mystery to anybody. <laughs> uh, Mineral. I mean, yeah. it's just yeah, it just begins and ends there. Um, the my favorite lyricist two of my two of his albums are in my top 10 12 i don't know what it is but just their their live performances by far my my favorite live performances seen them live twice um and so i would say from like 1997 on i've never looked back with them yeah very special special place in my heart for that band
0: so here is a cool story and i'm pretty sure this is how you heard of mineral was i was at a dear ephesus concert and there was this knucklehead that was definitely carrying himself in a way that was drawing a lot of attention to him and so basically the lead singer of Dear Ephesus is kind of kind of weird kind of cheesy but he's just like does anybody out here listen to emo music and so this kid who has already brought a lot of attention he like raises his hand he says me man i listen to emo and and, and the guy from Dear Ephesus said well by far, one of the be greatest bands right now is Mineral. And that kid said, I love Mineral. And <laughs> so they went back and forth. But it was funny because after they had that dialogue with this kid, he took the drama yeah. to an extra level. The Dear Ephesus would get to this emotional part, and he would literally sit down in a chair and put his hand over his face. It was hilarious. But I remember <laughs> I remember reaching out to you, telling you about Mineral. and It piqued your interest. And I think you got a hold of... Um, power power failing. failing Before I did yeah. yeah
1: Yeah Yeah I mean As soon as you told me that Because I was craving Emo at that time Because yeah. you know Roadside Monument I knew them I knew Sunny Day You turned me on To Dear Ephesus, So I was just basically Knowing that I loved the genre But I knew no bands in it So the moment You you name dropped them I, con- yeah. I contacted Manifest Records Ordered it And then I also Pre-ordered um, In Serenading And I remember When I went to pick it up The guy that worked there He was one of my buddies He basically Held it above his head and bowed and says all hail mineral because I mean we were just both like extreme fanboys oh so, that's yeah. awesome
0: dude when you yeah. when, when we talk about ordering albums having to track it down all that stuff aren't you glad that we lived through that like I'm so yeah. glad that yeah. I'm I wasn't born the same time my kids were born when music was just right there easily yep. I mean you can pay ten dollars and you get any album. Any time ever i mean it's just it's unreal <laughs> right. and and the fact that yeah. you and i had to make cd exchanges a couple of times a year where i give you a bunch of cds that i have that you want to listen to and vice versa i mean that's just it's just unbelievable i mean it's just so yeah. so I'm, I'm glad we went through that all right dude this this has been fun enjoyed your list yeah
1: yeah you too man if, uh, is there any way we can – are you going to publish your list or can you send me your list? Because I, I need to, like, see it and read it. Yeah, yeah. All right,
0: Pastor With No Answers, listening musicians, would you like your music to play right here behind me where I'm talking right now just for kicks? We'll kind of tell people who you are. Feel free to submit that music at pwnacontact@gmail.com. at g-mail.com. Peace.